Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes, (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going. And remember, you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. absolutely thrilled to bring you stories, insights, and expert advice that inspire and transform. Whether you're on your daily commute, taking a stroll, or simply cozying up with a cup of tea, I'm here to share with you tales of love, growth, and the power of self-awareness. Today, we have an incredibly special guest, Lillian Toscano, who will guide us through the profound impact of self-love on our romantic journeys. So get comfortable, tune in, and let's embark on this journey together. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have your lovely Lillian. She is a seasoned dating and relationship expert with a focus on harnessing feminine energy. She empowers single women to navigate their dating experiences with confidence, allure, and authenticity. Through her comprehensive programs, Lillian leads her clients on a transformative journey, addressing and healing the barriers that hinder them from experiencing genuine love and, of course, intimacy. Thank you so much, Lillian, for joining me today. It's a pleasure. I am so excited. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a really, really exciting (laughs) uh, interview. I can feel it. Oh my gosh. And once you feel it, then you just know. You're like, okay, I feel it. I got you. So I was sharing with you about the feminine energy and how I was so much in my masculine energy because of the conditioning, because I was hated on in like elementary school for wearing skirts to school, but there weren't even mini skirts. They were just like long skirts because I I was only in fifth grade and I got into fights because um, they were like, oh, you're too pretty. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking that I just wanted to dress like a girl. You know, when I was in kindergarten, I, I told my mom, no pants no pants I want to wear dresses only (laughs) and so I was always tapped into that energy until I was told no you're not supposed to look like this no you're not supposed to be doing these things to act feminine no you need to hustle and grind no 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 and I'm like no (laughs) so yes I was a tomboy then in sixth grade and then up into the junior high I started getting back into my original self 
So anyway, I really wanted to get to know what you think feminine energy means to you. Oh, that's such a great question. And I love that how you like your how you were brought up. It has a lot to do with how we end up in relationships with our men and with ourselves too, right? How how compassionate we are we are to ourselves, how loving we are to ourselves. And I I find that a lot of us are confused with feminine energy. And so I what I what I feel that uh, feminine energy is is not something that you can see and this is why it's so confusing because you don't see it you can't touch it it's something that you feel you know and the being in this energy is it's really the being right um of the energies there's the masculine and the feminine and the masculine is the doer it's the one that gets the results done and this is why society like um really loves this energy because it gets the results and that's what we're, we're, we get the awards and we get all the, you know, the, the praise for, for all the masculine energy stuff, but feminine energy is so um, important as well, especially in your relationships. So for me, I feel like the feminine is like the playful side of you, you know, the, the soft side of you, the, um, the, the warmth, you know, it, all of that beautiful energy that you can't touch it. You just feel it. You feel it when a woman is in her feminine. You just feel it because she's giggly. She's fun. <laughs> it, it feels really good to be around her. Um, and that's what I feel. And at the end of the day, like, you know, the ultimate definition that I would say feminine energy is to me, it's love, you know, love for myself, love for others, love for nature. Um, and that's what I feel when I am very much in my feminine energy. And I love that. And you're so right. We are, when we're tapping into our divine feminine energy, it's like people, uh, they come to us, <laughs> whether they want to share like, hey, this happened to me today at work. Can you give me some advice? Or even men are like, hey, what's your name? You know, <laughs> and even your children are like, mom, can you give me cuddles? So that nurturing, that loving, that softness, that is definitely the feminine energy. And I think a lot of women these days have lost that, unfortunately, because of just like I was sharing with you about my childhood and what had happened, we were conditioned not to act a certain way, be a certain way, because it, it wasn't what was normal in society, right? What are some ways that people can actually tap into that feminine energy? Yeah, so there are many, many tools out there, but I feel like the most simple tools or the simple things that you can do that I practice, that I love practicing myself is one, is slow down, you know, slow down in your day. Sometimes we're rushing and I get caught up with this as well, right? Sometimes we're rushing to get all this stuff done. And so we're very much in our masculine with our to-do list, right? We have so much to do. And especially like moms like yourself, you have so much more, <laughs> but if you could just take a few minutes to slow down and give yourself some, you know, space just to be, it's going to create a really beautiful energy within you. And you're going to feel that difference in yourself, in your energy. When you interact with others, um, you're going to feel that um, shift, right, with how you relate with others. And the, the people that are, you know, that connect with you are going to feel it as well without you saying anything, just slowing down. When I slow down with, you know, when I'm in the presence of my husband, and I slow down, and I go deep into a, like a beautiful conversation. I can really feel him. And our connection is so much different than when I am up in my head. 
right? Mm -hmm. So slow down. I think that's one of the easiest but very powerful ways of connecting with your feminine energy. Yes, because, you know, it used to be like hustle and grind, hustle and grind, hustle and grind, especially in the corporate world. And then I notice a lot of, especially women, are leaving the corporate world because they don't want to hustle and grind anymore. They want to experience what they enjoy, their their passions and everything. And even just being a mom at home, they they probably miss being a mom at home. And I think 2020 allowed many mothers just to appreciate, well, maybe not always appreciate because I'm sure little kids were giving them headaches too, <laughs> at least, <laughs> but uh, really appreciate the family time. And, you know, and then the husband, whether they were working or not working, you know, they still at least felt like they were the provider. Now there's a, always a lot of misconceptions about feminine energy. Do you come across any common ones at all? Oh, absolutely. All the time. You know, I get comments like it's, uh, you know, it's weak to be in your feminine energy. It, you know, you're you're teaching women to be submissive, you know, all of these things. It's like, no, absolutely not. You actually have more power when you are in your feminine energy than when you're in your masculine. Like, I would never be able to force my husband to do anything, but I can inspire him to do so much more for me. So when I am in my feminine energy, I see it, I witness it with him, how he changes his way, you know, his tone of voice, the way he connects with me. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happens to my clients as well. You know, they come back to me and they're like, wow, Lillian, like this really worked. I was able to, you know, communicate with my date. I was able to be in a different way. And it just, it really works. And it's so powerful. It's not weak. It's not, we're, we're not being weak by being in our feminine. <laughs> it's actually, we're in our power. <laughs> totally. We are in our power. And it's it, very interesting because we do influence once we are in that energy. And then like with my husband too, you know, I'm either listening or I, I always ask him, do you want me to be the listener or do you want me to coach you? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You know, so I can understand where he, where he wants. And sometimes it's just, majority of times, it's just to listen. So I just listen and I just, mm -hmm, okay, like nodding my head. Uh-huh, sure. And a lot of it's like engineering stuff, so I don't understand. But at least I still <laughs> am engaging with him. And that's all they want is they want that, they want that, that somebody just to be there to listen. And I find Absolutely. that that they love that stuff. They love yeah. that stuff. And they, they are like, you're allowing him to be the man, right? By listening to him and allow him to kind of pour and, and share with you how he's feeling. Yet he's still the man and he still knows how to solve his problems, how to fix it, right? So you are in the feminine there, just like giving him the space, really witnessing him, right? And really connecting with him emotionally rather than mentally right so that's a beautiful thing that you're doing with your husband I love that yeah he's such a sweetheart it's it wasn't always like that trust me I I was this is my second marriage my first marriage was different because I wasn't in my feminine energy I was like the provider and I didn't cook I really wasn't cleaning. He was the one cleaning and cooking and I was the go hustler, which is fine that the men cook and clean whenever, if they want, you know, <laughs> but for me, it was like, I didn't feel like I was in my role and a lot of alcohol and partying was in taking place. So I felt like I was living like this false reality and uh, like an illusion kind of like uh, living until I got sober. And then I'm like, oh, this is not what I want. 
this isn't going to work because he wanted to continue partying and drinking and doing whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. So I had to take a different path, which then I went to a mentor who is a mindset coach. Her mentor, who is actually her her man, <laughs> is focusing on relationships and the masculine and feminine energy. And so I actually studied studied both of them. And then saw how they interacted and did things. And I knew I wasn't going to be wanting a relationship or anything. But eventually, when the when the conditions were right, I did find I wasn't looking. <laughs> it just so happened that my husband and I met. And then he was much in his masculine. I was definitely in, tapping into my feminine. And it just worked so much better. The relationships worked so much better. Oh, they absolutely do. It's it's it like night and day. <laughs> when I am so much in my masculine, I can see my my husband completely shifts. And and yes, it, and you know what? We as we grow, as we mature and realize, you know what our values are. This is this is key, right? To to choosing a partner. It's like knowing what your values are and connecting with that. Like, are we in alignment with what we? you know, we want what we need, um, what we want in the future. And so what you did there was was beautiful of like realizing, okay, this is what I want. These are my values. And then I'm going to choose someone who is in alignment with, with my values, right? And let go of the one that wasn't because you realized that, that wasn't healthy for you. Yeah, it's like you had yeah. to die, <laughs> that you kill that relationship and then and your ego die and then move on and then just see the light and there's so much light out there once you're really connected to your spirit and to your feminine divine self I feel and it's just amazing but I want so for me so I have a lot of guests or a lot of guests hey maybe I have some guests here that have experienced (laughs) this but a lot of listeners (laughs) that have actually quit drinking and you know they're working on themselves right now just like how I was working on myself And now they're starting to feel like, hey, you know, I really want to start dating again. How can they attract a man in their feminine energy? So in other words, what qualities should women embody to attract a partner who is genuinely ready for commitment? Yeah, that's that's great. One of the things that we just talked about was values, like know know your values, know what they are, know your non-negotiables, right? And really commit to you. Put yourself before any men when you go out there and date get to know the men observe them yet don't commit to any of these men until they give you the full commitment that you desire right so really know what what you need in a relationship first and foremost and I think that's the beauty of connecting to your feminine energy because once you do it creates this clarity right it creates a clarity of like oh this is how I want to feel in my relationship this is the type of of men that I want to be with and once you do that then it's easy to realize okay is this man someone who I really want to be with or is this man not not in alignment with what I want and so it's easier to let go of the wrong relationships then because you're so committed to you and what you want and you put your desires first Right. So I feel like that that makes it easy to attract the right type of men your way. Yeah. And what are some common mistakes uh, do women make when trying to attract a committed partner? 
I find that a lot of us, myself included, I've seen myself doing that, um, is that we rush into, into the relationship, right? We rush into the relationship. We kind of uh, create a fantasy of a man instead of really getting to know him. So it feels like we, we you know, we have this like speed car and we go, you know, and we really get, we want to get to the finish line without getting to know the person really, right? And so when we... We, we, when we start realizing who this man really is, there's a lot of disappointment because he's, you know, sometimes not the right guy for you, right? Because you've gone too, too fast. And, and then that's that disappointment that comes in and you're like, well, you know, what happened here? I thought he was so perfect, but the, that perfect man was just your fantasy. So I feel like a lot of us, what we need to do is really look at the man and say like, who is this really, who is this man? Get to know him. And then make the right judgment of like, you know, okay, this is this is who I really want to commit with. And take your time, you know, slow it down. Just take your time, date different men, get to know them, and then see if this, you know, who steps up for you, who gets to that, who gets to give you that committed, committed relationship that you desire, right? Don't just give it away. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. And set your boundaries too. Don't let the man... <laughs> Just like, Absolutely. oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. We could talk about that as well. Like, can you explain what it means to set boundaries, but like in a feminine way? Yeah, so I feel like um, we, we, we're we not taught how to set boundaries um, in a feminine way. We, we're, we're taught to set boundaries in a very aggressive way or you know we or we we have like that our brains are wired to like you know the fight flight or freeze type of thing so mm -hmm. we do one of those things right we like you know like for me my tendency is to like run away <laughs> right and, yeah. and for some of us is to shut down and and you know so so it's it, it depends on what your pattern is and that's what you start noticing with your feminine energy start connecting to yourself and you start noticing like oh you know what is my um you know what what's what do I do what's my pattern and then and then start breaking that pattern down into like okay when when I do get triggered then how do I stop that you know I and change that and really connect with myself and and that gives you the clarity to know how then to communicate with a man right, right. because when you are when you know you know what you you know your triggers are and you start connecting with yourself then you can really find the words in you right within you instead of being aggressive instead of shutting down instead of stuffing it away right you can communicate it in a way that really connects with them but this takes time and it's a process and so <laughs> don't kick yourself ladies if if you have you know one of these patterns and you don't know what to do don't worry just like take it step by step and the first step is just noticing hey what what's my pattern what do I do when I get triggered and then learn, you know, different ways of communicating with a man, right? Mm -hmm. So I used to, I, I used to call, call my, you know, my partner names. That's something that I don't do anymore. I don't, I, you know, I, I understand that that's not a very nice thing to do. I don't want to be called any names. So, you know, catching yourself doing that and being like, oh, wow, I don't want to say that. I want to communicate it in a way of like, I feel, I want, right? Instead of you did this you did that so the blaming the criticizing right <laughs> mm -hmm. yes they always say when you're pointing when when you're pointing the finger at the person there are 
three others pointing back at you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you can't be blaming all the time. You know, what I do, one trick that I've done in the past, well, all the time, whenever I'm feeling a little bit upset, I said, okay, excuse me for a moment while I go ahead and uh, take myself, I give myself a timeout <laughs> until I cool down. It's like, okay, why am I feeling this emotion? Because I'm trying to observe like, why am I feeling like this? Why is it bothering me? And then I kind of go within like, okay, what's going, what's really going on? Why are you really feeling like this? And yeah. then after I talk to myself, <laughs> yes, I talk to myself, <laughs> my spirit, and then I'm God. And I'm like, okay, now I can go ahead and communicate. We come back together and now I can communicate better without me then, you know, because I used to do the same thing all the time too, like calling names and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I have said something when in a, both of us are arguing at the same time and I'm like, Meh. <laughs> yeah, it happens. But but it's a matter of catching yourself and realizing, whoa, I can be better. I can I can be a better partner. Right. And and so like you're saying, I love that that you're like, you know, I really connect with myself. I really ask myself like what's going on. One uh, one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself when you get triggered is asking, what does this mean? What am I making this mean? What am I making whatever he said, whatever he did mean about me, about mm -hmm. the relationship? And is this ultimately true? Mm -hmm. And then you come up because you, you, we create stories, right? That's what triggers us. It's not really what he does or what he doesn't do, but it's more of like, what story, what meaning did I put into this? <laughs> yes. And it's a matter of reframing our mindset too. Like, cause it's, it's how we tell our story. You know, words are very powerful. Whatever we speak sometimes can just then exist afterwards. <laughs> and so I have to be very mindful, like, okay, what am I saying? Is do I really mean that? No, I don't mean that. You know, take us, I have to say and ask, I do ask myself this question too, like, what am I supposed to learn in this process whenever I'm feeling triggered or upset or feeling emotion? Don't get me wrong, these emotions happen and it's part of being a human being. It's part of the human experience. Uh like sometimes I just get sad for no reason. I'm like, oh no, why am I sad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we're human so it's like a, it's like a soup you know you kind of have to look at your soup of emotions yeah. and and they're all part of it it's like the broccoli the carrots and there is nothing bad to have these emotions we just do we're human we get to have them and they tell us something they're telling you something at that moment maybe you feel sad and you need you know more more love from your partner or maybe you need more love for yourself or um, you know, but we, we make it mean things, right? Like, oh, I, I feel this. And so this is because of that. <laughs> right. I know. Once it, and then once both are in their masculine and feminine energy, it, it just really, it just works out. It's beautifully how it's like orchestrated. It's like fluid almost. <laughs> Very it's a fluid, beautiful yeah. thing. So uh, yeah, one suggestion probably be like, when you're finding a man, you know, and you're ready to commit to a partner, really look as, you know, is he in his masculine energy? <laughs> because sometimes they may not be all there. You know, it's, of course, we all have both masculine and feminine energies. That's just natural. It's just part of the yin yang thing. But it's like, are they are they who you want? Are are they who you see yourself with? Like as far as like you mentioned the values and everything, they all come together. And that's something that I actually was looking at when I was single. I was like, nah, nah, not this one. No. <laughs> But then yeah. when someone was talking to me, which was now my husband, I'm like, ah, oh, there he is. <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's just really seeing a man for who he is and see is is he in his masculine? Is he able to provide for you in the ways that you want to be provided? Um, is he able to support you in the ways you want to be supported? Is he able is he able to love you the way you want to be loved? Or at least, you know, what I what I see a lot of us um that I feel like a lot of us should be doing is like, is this man open, open to learning about you and how you want to be loved like that's one thing that I love about my husband you know like that he is so open to learning you know because he's human so we all like we, we we're all you know working on ourselves and he's just so open to learning how to love me better so when I know when you know when I'm I'm in my feminine and I'm able to communicate those things he will go above and beyond to do those things for me and that is a that is a partner. That's a true partner, right? And so that's what you you know we have to look for a person that's open to to learning and want to give you that. And I feel like men are like men just want to make you happy, <laughs> right? A good man. That's all he wants to do. He just wants to see you happy. That's it. That's that's all a man want. You know, men are really simple. They're not as complicated as we are. <laughs> Trust me, us women. Ooh, it's like one motion we're like hot and then we're cold and then we're hot. <laughs> I know I go through all of these emotions and, you know, our hormones don't help. It's like we have our periods and pregnancy hormones and then menopause hormones. It's like, oh, all these different like things happen to our bodies. But, you know, as long as we know who we are and who our true spirit is and where we come from, it's all good. You know, then I'm like, you know what? It's part of it. It's in how I respond to things as well. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the power of vulnerability here, because being your authentic self is the key, I think, into just living here on earth now. Like it is how to live is just to be yourself. And like I was talking to you before about the whole conditioning, we were conditioned. And I think people just didn't know who they were and now are just discovering who they are because they had time to pause and slow down, like you mentioned, and really self-evaluated. And I'm going to tell you a story. So when my husband and I, when we were just going on a dinner date, you know, and we just kind of get to know each other, he, you know, we actually met during street ministry when we were both uh, serving the homeless and we were on different teams, but we came together because I knew his son because I was also doing children's ministry and I loved his son because he was like my, my, my son's age almost. So it reminded me of my son. <laughs> and so it was nice is that when we went out to dinner, I told him my testimony exactly I, I think I just told him everything. Nothing was hidden. I was just like, this is me. This is what where I am. This is who I was. This is who I am now. This is who I want to become in the future. And he was so fascinated and loved it so much. You know, I was thinking either this guy is going to like say, okay, I'm out or I'm going to, oh, okay. This person seems very interesting. He loved me so much more by me just telling the truth about myself. So how do you define vulnerability in the context of a relationship? Yeah, so being vulnerable, that's a big one. And that's a really scary thing to do for a lot of us women, because like you said, we were we were not conditioned um, to be vulnerable in the world, right? Even in our families, I found like myself, you know, having to not share my feelings because that was not a thing. It, because if I did, oh, you're too sensitive, right? Mm. So we, we are very much conditioned that way. And so I feel like it's so important for us to be vulnerable and, um, in, in a way that the reason why you, you want to be vulnerable is to connect, 
right? But a lot of times we're also, um, when we are trying to be vulnerable, we end up <laughs> making the mistake of we we uh, kind of vomit on people. <laughs> you know, that's how I want to describe it because it's like this like outpouring of, of things um, that you kind of want to, you know, you're kind of putting it onto someone instead of sharing. So the, the true vulnerability is of you sharing and connecting, mm-hmm. right? Not of you uh, trying to, you know, vomit on someone's you know uh, of whatever you're going through <laughs> so so just notice um you know how you communicate with someone and and honestly vulnerability when you do it the right way it really does connect you it really does connect you and it doesn't have to be like this like really like strong emotion or, or some story that you have to share it could be something simple as you know mm, it felt so good to go for a walk this morning it was so refreshing right it felt so refreshing to me. Well, that's already like being me being vulnerable. Or right now it's raining and oh my gosh, it just feels, I feel so at peace seeing the rain just come down. Mm. I could feel that. I could really feel that. So it doesn't have to be this like whole story. <laughs> it can be simple. So so if you're not used to being vulnerable with people, because a lot of my, uh, like the clients that I have, have this issue and I've had it myself where I didn't even know what that really meant you know what does it mean to be vulnerable right Mm -hmm. and it's you know about sharing your fears your dreams your true emotions like how do you actually feel in this moment and that's being authentic as well right Mm -hmm. Uh, but start with baby steps we don't we're not gonna take it too far (laughs) just little baby steps at a time um, and you will see that by doing that, you're going to get to that point that maybe you were at when you met your husband and you really share with him because you were at a, at a different stage yeah. uh, where you were just so open to being vulnerable with this man. And so and that's that's another thing that you can do with men as well as you start being vulnerable, just see how they respond. Because that's going to give you clues as to what type of man you're dealing with. If he's, you know, able, he has the bandwidth to really, you know, hold that space for you wow that's something right but if he doesn't if he runs away that's a sign you already know that's not gonna be a good one <laughs> yes I heard that a way to spot a good man or just to observe if it, if he's a good man or not for you it's like okay how is he around animals how is he around children and how is he around other females like mother or sister or something like that <laughs> you know and they said observe that and then if you get an idea then what how is he how he's going to be treating you <laughs> yes exactly yeah because then then you start like noticing and this is why it's so important to date and it's so much fun I find like dating is one of the most like I found it to be the most exciting and fun time um, but I know a, a lot of us have gone through struggles <laughs> uh, it's not easy to to be single sometimes because we you know we're, we're going through our own journey um, and, and we don't know like that's that's I feel like that's the biggest uh, struggle for a lot of us is because we don't know when this thing is you know when we are actually going to meet our partner right so there's like uh, it's like all darkness we with the unknown it's like what's going to happen when is he going to show up <laughs> Yeah, a lot of my friends are always like, and these are male friends from like a long time ago. They're like, when am I going to find the right person? I'll never find the right person. I said, well, with with that mindset, of course, you're not going to find the right person because you keep on saying you're not going to find the right person. Exactly. Like we are all attracted to positive, happy people. We are, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you go out there, 
you you do have to think of yourself as yeah i am i am i am beyonce and i'm going to be attracting beautiful men my way like everywhere i go i attract men right so it has to be a shift like a winning mindset that's what it is it's a winning mindset of like i get to have what i want my desires are in my heart and they are going to come true having that faith oh my gosh, it's going to do so much for you. So that's the very like beginning of your journey of like really having faith, like that that man is out there for you and he is available and you just have to meet at the right time, right? Yeah, like sometimes it is not the right time and that's okay. That means something better is going to be happening in the future. And so that means like work on yourself a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, get, get doing to- your thing, get, get getting to know yourself, get, you know, and, and I feel like when you, when you're able, once you figure it out, like I did, um, then I was able to attract a better partner for myself. And I was also able to work with my partner along the way. So know that everyone's journey is different and that your men it's available for you and he he's out there you just have to keep going on your journey keep falling in love with the process you know yeah. keep falling in love with the process over and over again and I know it, it can't you know it's not easy all the time because you know we we interact with men or we go on dates that are not the the, the best and we're like oh <laughs> we're <laughs> jaded but uh, like keep that positive mindset of like it will happen and it is available for you Yes. And really start falling in love. The more you love yourself, not in an arrogant way, but more of just like a spiritual way, you'll definitely attract the right man for you because it's really going to be a reflection of yourself, of who you're attracting is a reflection of yourself. So the more you work on you and love yourself and get to know yourself and have that relationship with yourself, I think it's a lot easier it is to find that relationship to your like dream dream man or dream partner (laughs) yeah yeah it's like you fall in love with yourself and other people will fall in love with you that's what happens right so fall in love with yourself and then it's inedible you're gonna attract so many other people your way that you're gonna just feel like oh wow where where were these guys before where where were these men (laughs) before (laughs) right honestly they just come out of like you know like i don't know where they're hidden but they are there we just don't see them Um, especially when we are so caught up with you know one guy focusing on one guy that is not giving us what we want right all our energy is going to that guy instead of on ourselves but if you just shift that all the energy back to you you're gonna see that so many other men are gonna just start coming up and they're gonna start showing up and you're not gonna know from where it they're just gonna start showing up for you yeah, because everyone's like, well, where do I meet the right person at? Like, <laughs> who knows? It could just be random. It could be at a park, you know, just while you're walking around the lake. And then there's someone who just says hi. And then maybe there's just a conversation that starts. You just never know. You never know. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And that's the beauty of it, I feel. Like, you know, you just never know. But you can put yourself in those, you know, situations in those places where you can meet more men. So, you know, you can be, put yourself in the driver's seat of your love life. And this is, you know, you use your masculine and your feminine, right? So your, your feminine, you can, it's a beautiful energy and keep doing that. But, you know, get yourself out there as well and put yourself in, in places where you are likely to meet more men and, you know, start thinking of like, what places do the men that I like the type of men that I want? Where would he go? Right? Is he like, uh, where he be at the library? Would he be at networking events? You know, museums? Like, where would he be going? Right? 
I love that. Yes. Cause it's like, where would you go is where he will be at. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, because I met mine in church. So yeah. And there I was going go. to church before <laughs> and it worked and out. It worked out. And I, I met my husband in salsa dancing. Oh neat. My mom would yeah. love that. She loves salsa dancing. Actually, her so a funny thing is my mom and her husband now, because she remarried when I was like 17 years old. And uh love my stepdad. He's great. He's a Puerto Rican and she's yeah. uh you know American, but she's Mexican blood. So she loves like salsa dancing and he loves merengue. And so yeah. they met at oh my gosh, it was somewhere in San Jose, because I live in San Jose, California. Club Miami. Yeah. So Club Miami uh, <laughs> met there because they love to dance. Now, 25 years later, they're still in love and happy and still dancing at parties, not Club Miami, but because <laughs> they're like, she's oh, like, yeah, they're like they're now now. Yeah. <laughs> but they have so much fun. So yeah, it really is what, what you're interested in. You go there and then you'll find somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Look at your interest and, and make sure that, yeah, there's going to be like for you, a church. That's a that's a wonderful place to meet a man. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, like your mom, like a, a place where you go dancing is exactly that's that's exactly where you want to position yourself. Like where where could I have fun? A eh? where could I be meeting more people? Where can I be interacting? And also you're learning a skill or you're learning a beautiful faith. You're you're, you know, giving it to yourself and and it's something that you needed at that time so yeah yeah now let's talk a little bit about what you take your clients through your process yeah normally what I do with my clients is that we um I I you know I talk to them in, in terms of like where they're at I have to meet them where they're at so depending on what I see the patterns are for each client right so that's where I work with so um, I have, let's say, for example, I have one client um, recently who she she wanted to be more open and more playful. And she was like, I feel so closed off and it's really hard for me to even like, you know, be flirty or interact with men in that way. So what we're working on right now is just getting her to be a little bit more flirty, more fun. And so I give her tools. We do a lot of role playing with my clients you know, so then they feel confident when they go out there with the men, they feel ready to, you know, to practice with them. So that's, that's, you know, a bit of a, the journey that we go through. And it's very tailored because it's one-on-one -on -one coaching is very, very tailored to my client, um, depending on what her patterns are, what she wants to work on, and, you know, what goals she has in terms of our time together. So um, that's what we work in. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Now, if any of our listeners want to go ahead and find you, uh, where can they follow you? Absolutely. You can find me on all social medias at Lillian Toscano, or you can go to my website. I have a free feminine energy guide there that you can just download. Um, and it gives you a few tools and a sense of what it feels like to be in your feminine energy. So that's just LillianToscano.com, my website. And uh, yeah, and we can always connect on any social media. I, I love getting, um, you know, DMs or questions. And uh, I do a lot of content with that as well. So if you ever have a question about something and, you know, I can always do something for you or like a little video or something. Oh, that is so cool. I love that. Oh, well, any last thoughts or any anything else you'd like to share? Um, I, I feel like what I really want to say to your listeners is, you know, just 
baby step it all the way, you know, and don't ever blame yourself for anything that's not going right in your relationship. You know, allow yourself, like, give yourself so much love and compassion and, you know, get the right people to, to support you, to coach you. And, and you'll see that, you know, baby step by baby step, you're going to get to where you want to be. Um, and it's about becoming that woman, right? It's not really the, because a lot of times we focus so much on getting the men or, you know, finding the men. And what we really need to focus on is on becoming that woman in order to attract that type of men. Yes, 100%. Well, thank you so much, Lillian. It's been a pleasure having you and you gave so much value. And I'm sure the listeners are just going to be like, yes, I need to slow down and I need to love myself more and I need to become that woman. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. To my cherished listeners from the very depths of my heart, thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly. And if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts. And it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini course, crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases, because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's G-I-F-T at 1-855-649-6196. With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.